You're listening to an exclusive podcast of The Garden Show with Charlie Dobbin. Heard every Saturday morning at 9 on Zoomer Radio, the new AM740. Welcome, friend, to our weekly garden party. We hope you brought along your questions because it's time to dish the dirt. On The Garden Show with Charlie Dobbin, exclusively on Zoomer Radio. Well, good morning, Charlie. And, uh, well, I'll introduce the gentleman seated next to me in just a moment. Frank Brock here, the sous chef of The Garden, welcoming yes. you to The Garden Show. And, uh, and The Garden special, Party. The gar- we're we're hosting a garden party, party today. You, you are right. Yeah. Ben Cullen is with us. He is, and we're going to be joined by Mark, Ben's dad, Mark, later in the show. So right. welcome, Ben. Thank you. It's fun to be here. Three is a party. Yeah, well, yeah. you got there. <laughs> three is a party. <laughs> when Frank and I are around, two's a party, trust well. me. <laughs> so three even makes it better. That's a big party. <laughs> You'll note that really my only job here is to get the phone numbers on the air. Oh, okay. So I better do that so listeners will, you know, call up. It's always nice for yeah, we get tips, show to have callers. We get questions. We yeah. get all kinds of feedback. Sure. Yeah. Okay, in Toronto, it's 416 360 40, or anywhere in the province, toll-free, 1-866-740-4740. Our little mantra goes this way. Call early, call often, one question per call. And if you happen to be a first-time caller, please let Sebastian, our operator, know. He will pass the message on to me, and just before you get to the air... You get your garden wings. See? Oh, we've got all the bases are covered here. I'm telling you. Wow. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I never thought someone would be as amazed at that. I might have to walk out of here with that bell. I know some people who could use garden wings. <laughs> well, that's the point, right? Yes. First time callers get their garden wings. It's yeah. a it's a big day because we welcome new callers all the time. Great. Like, we're all about that. Just having some fun, yep. learning, yeah. sharing, yeah. you know, aiming for success whenever possible. So, Ben. You're here because you and your dad recently published a book. That's right. We did. It's called Escape to Reality, How the World is Changing Gardening and Gardening is Changing the World. Very ambitious title. <laughs> Very ambitious title. My dad's an ambitious man. Yeah. And uh, so I've been working. Well, he's whipped you into shape pretty good. <laughs> like I said, he got me here. I don't know. <laughs> now, um, yeah, we've been working together for the last two years. And so I helped him with this. I wrote the last chapter, mm-hmm. um, which sort of. I think brings it together and sets up, you know, the rest of the story. And uh, I helped him out on a few and, you know, part of the editing process. Wow. Both yeah. Charlie and I have uh, signed copies, autographed copies. I know. How cool are we? Is, what a beauty. It's a beautifully, it's beautifully yeah. put together book. Like, Thank it's you. It's beautiful looking and feeling. We have a great Paper. publisher. Sarah Duggins is the illustrator. She's from Dartmouth, Nova Scotia. Uh-huh. And we worked with Nimbus as a Halifax publisher. And we are right. delighted with, you're right. I, 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 I think I can say this. I think they did a really Excellent. Yeah, the package is gorgeous. uh, What a great time to be talking about this for Christmas. What a gift to be under the tree. That's right. That's one of the reasons Ben is here and and Mark will join us, like I said later in the show, just to give us some, you know, chat about what's in the book. But it's an excellent gift for a gardener. Um, And it is available. Everywhere, including yep. home hardware. Including home hardware. <laughs> of I, know, I noticed that somewhere. I read that. <laughs> it's available everywhere in the world, including home hardware, because of course Mark is the, the home hardware guy. Yes, exactly. A, um, what were you going to say? Well, no, I'm just looking at the clock here. We do have to take oh, a little point. break before we come back. Oh, she's and getting on talk. a roll. I know, just, yeah. Got her all primed up, and I have to slow her down. Frank again. has two rules. One is yeah. the numbers, the phone numbers, but <laughs> okay. also the. 
slowing me down and going for breaks. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so here we are in the slowdown mode. Oh, skidding to a halt. Okay, we've arrived at the commercial time already. But we will return, we being Charlie, Ben, and yours truly, Frankie. And uh, we'd love to talk to you and say Merry Christmas to you. So stay with us here on The Garden Show from Zuma Radio. Daffodils and daisies, bluebells and begonias, forsythia and foxgloves, marigolds, magnolia, lavender and lupins, dahlias, delphiniums, stalks, fox, hollyhocks, tulips and sweet williams. You've picked the right place for everything floral. This is The Garden Show with Charlie Dobbins, exclusively on Zoomer Radio. Well, Ben Cullen and Charlie, let's get busy here. Uh, let's get to, get to work. Yes, just, indeed. We're not they just here as pretty faces, you know. we got to do some work, Don't pay you the too. big bucks to come in and just slough off, you know. <laughs> big bucks. Uh, big, big paid. <laughs> no, 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 wait a minute. Yeah. Barbara in Hamilton on the line first. Hi, Barbara. Welcome to the show. Well, uh, Merry Christmas, Happy Holidays to you, all of you. Thank you. Um, I have the first poinsettia I've ever had in my whole life. It's beautiful. Oh, my. It was given to me as a gift. I don't want to kill it. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm not sure how to care for it and how I think I, you can have poinsettias grow back. Oh, yeah. yeah, Absolutely. Poinsettias actually are huge trees. If you ever go to Mexico at this time of year, they're all colorful. So, yes, Mm. they can live for many, many years if you can give them what they want. Yeah, Yeah, well, this one has three different brands in it, uh, uh, varieties. Oh, nice. It's um, a a lemon yellow and a pink and, oh, the most beautiful deep velvet red. Gorgeous. It, It is beautiful, and the pot is pretty packed. Yeah, I bet. Well, for now, just let it be in that same pot. No transplanting. Main thing I would say with that plant is no drafts. No hot air, no cold air. So no no front door location, no vent blowing on it. Because poinsettias are very, very susceptible to changes in temperature and will show you that by dropping all their leaves very quickly. (laughs) Okay. So so no drafts. And feel the soil. Just feel the surface of the soil every day, every second day when it starts to feel on the dry side give it some water uh, okay otherwise don't drown it like no don't water it every day yeah. it's going to be no. every three or four or five days maybe but yeah. uh, just feel it and you'll have a better sense of when to water based on the feel of the soil Okay. Well, Barbara, based on that information and advice from Charlie, it looks like he won't be inviting me over to your place because I'm just full of hot air. <laughs> no, I don't want to tell you, Frank. I really don't. <laughs> anyway, um, now, if I want to keep it, mm-hmm. when the leaves fall, I believe the leaves fall off after a while? No, they shouldn't, but they sometimes do get a little sparse because our homes oh. are so hot and so dry. So you don't have to store it in the dark. No, no, like please that. don't. No, do you worry about next August? We'll talk about dark because you do use dark to get poinsettias to turn color, but that's next summer. So for okay. now, just look so. after it as a house plant. Keep it in a bright spot. Bright it doesn't have to be right in a window, but bright so it's right. not in a dark corner and, okay. uh, and water, I like I, I said. I think I have just a spot for it. Excellent, so, that's great. And thank if you can, you. you're very and welcome. 
all the best to all of you. Thank, Thank you very you, much, and happy Happy Christmas to you too. Thank you. Thanks, okay. Barbara. Um, I was just going to say, you know, points points are happy to go outside in the summer. They they make mm. a nice little uh-huh. shrub outside. Usually, I put them in the shade, uh, not the sun, and they're just green. They're just nice little green bushy things, and then we'll worry about coloring them up later. <laughs> all right. Yeah. And and in aid of uh, Ben Cullen Unleashed, uh, if any time you feel like making a comment, you know, Charlie's not infallible. Uh, <laughs> I am not. Whoa, 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 whoa. Oh, Major transgression. She's sitting button. in the captain's chair. Oh, oh. Be careful. <laughs> exactly. I have control of your microphone, my friend. Unless we get muted, I'm just going to move on. <laughs> all right, all right, No, seriously, then. though, jump in. Okay, jump in. sure. Well, no, yeah. I think we had that covered, so. Okay. Yeah. Teresa in Mississauga. Hello, Teresa. Good morning. Oh, I know what Teresa's got. Good morning, Teresa. Good morning. Good morning, Charlie. Good morning, Frank. Yeah, What's going morning. on at your place? Um, I have this beautiful waterless amaryllis. Mm-hmm. It's not in dirt. It's uh, it's um, on an, a beautiful wooden uh, frame. Mm. Um, now it's it's uh, oh absolutely gorgeous right now. Uh, what do I do? Can I save that even though it's not in soil? Nope. Oh no, that's no, it. That's a one-time. That's a one-time, very unusual offering. I have one at home as well. Okay. It's on. It's on a wire. It's. I know. I feel sorry for the amaryllis bulb. They used a <laughs> wire, stuck Ooh. it up into the bulb, oh. and it's a coil at the bottom, so it just sits mm. nice and flat yeah. on that wire base. Yeah, it looks and like it's, it's waxed. On. Yeah, the and, wax, and yeah. The, the bulb is waxed just uh-huh. to hold the moisture in, and it, it's they're lovely. They just bloom, do their thing. I'm on my second flower stock right now, and then it's compost. Yeah. Wire oh. out <laughs> into the compost. Into the compost. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That you can't. The bulb is being robbed of all of its nutrient as we speak, and there's no replenishment possible oh, into the bulb because oh. there's no soil, there's no roots, uh-huh. there's nothing yeah. going on. I can't scrape the bottom and put it in water and let it root. It no. No, you it'll can't rot. Do that. Yeah. It'll rot. Yeah. Oh, that's yeah. too bad. But it's in, absolutely gorgeous. Yeah, now. enjoy yeah. it. It's a very cool. It's a really cool idea. It's actually, to see. Uh, but, and if you love your amaryllis that much, next you know. Uh, October, November, there's lots of amaryllis for sale, particularly oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Toronto Botanical Gardens has huge, yeah. beautiful bulbs for sale that you can pot up. Yeah, yeah. Oh, I okay. see. Will it last till Christmas? It's in full bloom right now. If you can keep the temperature cool around the plant, uh-huh. it will last quite a long time. It's all about temperature. Oh, wonderful. Well, okay. thank you very much. Okay. Everyone, have a nice Christmas. Thank, thank you, you very much. Thank you for taking my call. Hey, Merry, Merry Christmas too. to Merry you Christmas. and yours, too. Thank you for joining us here in the Garden Show. We're coming up to a little break here, but let me remind you of those phone numbers, 416-360-0740 in Toronto. Anywhere in the province, toll-free, 1-866-740-4740. Ben Cullen guesting with us today. And, hey, we're going to get his dad checking in mm-hmm. a little bit later on. And I must tell you that Ben's a much better-looking guy than dad. <laughs> but, you know, uh, maybe I shouldn't have seen He him. might Only be bigger. listening. <laughs> <laughs> a little bigger, yeah. but... <laughs> yeah, you do but, kind of uh, tower over your dad in pictures. <laughs> yeah, we've been trying to figure that out for a long time. <laughs> Well, actually, that's why I like your dad. He, he's short guy, and you know, yes, yes. Close you to my sound heart. tall. We yeah, know. I sound tall. Yeah. Well, so does he. So does dad. Yeah, but another big voice. Yeah. All right. We uh, have to slide to a halt here and come back momentarily as we broadcast live and direct from the Zoomerplex in Liberty Village. Don't change stations just because the weather changes. Garden tips and advice all year round. This is the Garden Show with Charlie Dobbin, exclusively on Zoomer Radio. 
and uh, Charlie and Ben, let me just quickly mention, we've got a couple of lines open right now. So if you've ever thought, hey, boy, I'd like to call in the Garden Show, but every time I do, it's busy. No. Right now, you can get in post-haste already in Toronto, 416-360-0740. And then anywhere in the province, toll-free, 1-866-740-4740. Look, All right, look, Ben we're... is such a millennial. He's on his phone. Because <laughs> oh, yeah. I'm here. I'm listening. Yeah, I'm okay. Okay. Sure, yeah, sure. Okay, I feel sure. like I'm at the dining room yeah. table with my kids or something. <laughs> well, let's head out to Wasaga Beach. There is Julie. Good morning, mm-hmm. Julie, and welcome to the show. Good morning, everybody. Good morning. Uh, my problem is I have a hib- uh, hibiscus plant, mm-hmm. and I've been hauling it around for about 35 years. Wow. It's about six feet tall. Mm. But he has forgot to bloom this year. It's well, because it's a he. You're calling it a he. <laughs> <laughs> Lazy thing. Yeah. So is that the first year it's failed to, to bloom? Is this um, year? Yeah, basically it has a few blooms during the winter, but it had one blossom after I brought it in in the fall. Mm-hmm. It had one bloom on them, and that's it. Uh, has anything else changed? Have you moved with it? Changed its light um, levels, fertility? Other than we haven't had any any sun this fall. I was going to say yeah. it's been gray the That's last really month. Great. It's been super gray. It's on a, a east side window. Mm. Yeah, which is kind uh, of but minimal. you know it, we're in a sh- it's fairly shaded out behind here, so it doesn't get a whole lot of light. And which it looks it healthy. Like. Other than that, it's dropping a few leaves, but. That, it always did. Yeah, the older leaves dropping, very normal with any of the tropical plants. Uh, you know, a few, not all of them, but, you know, the odd leaf, no big deal. Eastern light is is the sort of the least light, I, I guess, other than a northern, lo- um, northern window. But uh, hibiscus love lots and lots and lots of sun. You can't give them too much sun. So I wouldn't worry oh. about it. If it's nice and healthy and green, be happy. Give it. I would give it a real, if it's six feet tall and it's going to be nine feet tall by this time next year, mm. I'd give it a hard pruning in February, March yeah, okay. with the intention of taking it out once we're frost free. Mm-hmm. Get in as yeah. much sun as you can once, yeah. you, you know, it's got a climate to being outside and um, fertilize. Don't be afraid to use fertilizer to get those blooms going. That can make a real difference. Okay, when was so the last I time? Fertilize now, then? Nope, no fertilizer no. now. When was the last time you repotted it? Uh, it was done last spring oh, okay. when we put it out. Okay, perfect. So leave it a couple of years. It's fine in that pot. So it probably, okay. you know what happens when we transplant plants? Uh-huh. They tend to say, oh, wow, new, new pot and put a bunch of energy into growing roots. So root growth takes energy. So instead of energy going into flower formation, the energy went into root formation. So it all sounds perfectly normal and as it should be. Okay, so I won't worry about it. Do not. Nope. Okay. <laughs> okay. Thank, thank, thank you, you very much, and season's greetings to you all. Thank you, thank so, you much, so much, and you too. All righty. Thank, uh, thank you. And yeah. Ben, did you have anything to add to that? No, I was, I was smiling because my, I have a pet hibiscus who's at the, that's like the exact same stage right now, and I fuss over it to yeah. the point where, like, my girlfriend, I think, gets jealous. I'm so de- devoted <laughs> to this hibiscus. <laughs> and it's it's just, you got to be patient, right? Right. Yeah. But it's it's so worth it, because not too many houseplants will give you that kind of color. That, well, that's true. Flower. Well, yeah. Yeah, I gave my mom and dad a, a twisted a three, just like the poinsettia person yeah. who called mm-hmm. in with three in one pot. Yeah. So a yellow, a red, and a pink all in one oh, pot. Wow. It's a tree. And it, it, they had a western location, so it was just 
always blooming yeah. nonstop. The yeah. only drag of hibiscus is the flowers only last for like 12 hours. Like, no, you got to take a picture. Yeah, it's a very, my dad did. My dad was all, same thing, fussing over it, yeah. misting it every hour and yeah, all that sort yeah. of thing. If, if you missed the very start of the show, uh, maybe you missed the fact that Ben Cullen is here along uh, with Charlie and myself to talk about a new gardening book that's out uh, with his dad, of course, Mark Cullen, and uh, he has written the final chapter in the book. Ben has it's, written the final yes, chapter. Yeah. Yes. Um, it's called Escape to Reality, How the World is Changing Gardening and Gardening is Changing the World. And I just, I was looking at the front cover, thinking, God, is that ever an attractive uh, front cover? And I looked inside, cover designed by Heather Bryan, and then the interior designed by uh, uh, Jen Embry. And then on the next page, this is important. Dedicated to the 159 Canadian men and women who lost their lives in Afghanistan, the Afghanistan conflict. All royalties from the sale of this book will be donated to the Highway of Heroes Living Tribute. We're planning, uh, planting 117,000 trees on the Highway of Heroes, one for each of Canada's war dead since 1812, plus 1.8 million trees on either side of the highway, one for each Canadian who volunteered for military service during times of war for our freedom. And you can get more details on that at H-O-H Tribute, Highway of Heroes, Tribute.ca. I think that's marvelous. That is it is marvelous, and that is something that Dad. People say, "Well, what's your dad do ever since you joined him in the business?" Well, don't underestimate how much work it is yeah. to plant 117,000 trees in the right of way, <laughs> oh, yeah. dealing with you know huh. uh, every layer of administration plus raising 10 million dollars mm-hmm. is what their wow. uh, yeah. is their goal. They're at four million, and, and that's to purchase the trees, do the work. Yeah, yeah. that's oh, right. Purchase because it's trees, really volunteers doing most of the planting, isn't it? Or uh, so the. Because of the right of way, mm-hmm. uh, the tr- the trees have to be planted by trained no. um, uh, professionals, I guess, because right. of traffic. Uh, a lot of the trees on the other side of the fence, the 1.8 million, can be planted by the public or whoever. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think they've had military out to help with some of those plantings. That is marvelous. Wow. Yeah, so it's uh, it's a huge project, and I, th- I really think they're finding their stride. They yeah, it's so. true. It's been a couple of years, and it's really been building. Takes a while. Yeah, no kidding. <laughs> it takes to a get, while. Yeah, patience. Patience That's is a right, virtue, both in gardening and in huge projects like the Highway I, of I Heroes. I didn't mean to divert uh, the That's whole okay. conversation, but I think it was an important point to Well, thank you for to. bringing that up. I, we appreciate that. All righty, let's get back to the phone lines here. Sure. Hey, there's Ida in Whitby. Good morning, Ida. Welcome to the show. Good morning. Good morning. I, I have a money tree that just sort of all of a sudden started, the leaves started turning yellow and dropping off. Okay, when you say money tree, tell me more about it. Is it growing in water? No, it's in a soil. Okay, and what does it look like? The soil, you mean? No, the plant. Just because money tree is about four plants (laughs) that are called money tree. Oh, I see. Well, it's tall and and spindly, Mm -hmm. and it grows quite quickly. Mm Mm-hmm. Okay, it's a dracaena, by the sounds of it. Dracaena is a, is a specific kind of plant. So tell me, it's suddenly you said it's starting to drop its leaves? It turns yellow and falls off, yes. Have you got it in any light at all? Yes, it's in the, we, we live in a condo and it's just glass all the way around. Oh, okay. And, and uh, Could this be another draft problem? On the underside of the leaf, there's like a little sticky substance. Oh, that's oh. what it is. You have, you have probably spider mites. Uh-huh. Uh, spider mites are so small you won't see them without a magnifying glass, but they do <clears throat> poke holes into the underside of the leaves, and as a result, juice starts to uh, dribble out and they get sticky. If you look, if you hold the plant up to the light 
um, up to the window, you will see webbing on the plant. And if you see any webbing whatsoever, you know you have spider mites. And if you do, I would probably just throw it away. I would um, not even compost it. I would cash put it in right, the money tree. right in the garbage. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. I like that. Cash in the money tree is a good way to put it. Yeah. It's just it's really hard to kill um, uh, any spider mites. Okay, okay, thank you very much. Sorry about that. Uh, all right, we are going to be joined by us, another special Cullen member of the Cullen family. That's right. Uh, Ben's father, Mark, is on the line. Good morning, Mark. <laughs> Hello, Mark. Hi there. Hey. hey, there you are. I hear a little baby in the background. <laughs> that's, that's a little two-year-old Neil. He's he's a he's a gardener in training. I bet. <laughs> are you training him as we speak? Have you got the trowels out and some soil? Yeah, well, we're training him at something else that's kind of more important before we get to the dirt in the garden. <laughs> Good point. Yeah, Mark, you would have been here except that you are on on grandfather duty right now. I understand. That's right. Good for you. Yeah. Well, that's, I'm sure your children totally appreciate that. That's your daughter's well, family affairs, Sorry. you know, Charlie. I do. <laughs> a little tip I can offer you, Mark. You give so many wonderful tips to folks. I can give you one retraining. Uh, I had two boys, or I have two boys, and when they were very young, we found a great, uh, great success in uh, offering them a uh, maraschino say- cherry oh. if if they uh, hit a little uh, cork that we had floating <laughs> in the in the special water there. You know, if they nailed it, they'd get a maraschino. <laughs> and as we still we still continue that by giving him a bottle at, uh, of oh, cherries at Christmas. Yeah. Really? I'll try that with Ben next time I want him to do something. <laughs> Carrot and stick. Yeah. Yes, exactly. So congratulations on your latest bookmark. It's beautiful. Thank you so much. It's a really good-looking book, and it's a great read. Well, that's really good to hear. Thank you, Charlie. Ben and I have had a lot of fun working on this for almost three years. Yes. And I read it last night, cover to cover. I speed read it, but wow. but you know what I was so thrilled about, Mark. In the book, you are you and I are saying the exact same things. I'm you're writing the things in the book about what's what's the way we used to do things. It's you know it's old, mm-hmm. it's new again. Um, the moving away from chemicals, the the very strong acceptance and recognition on the importance of biodiversity and pollinators and uh, avoiding synthetic chemicals in our gardens. You know, nurturing the soil, nurturing, stewarding the land, and that's what I what I teach my students at Durham College. That's my my whole. I've said this over and over to them. So I was going, oh wow, I really recognize what Mark is saying. I'm going to take this book and to read it to the students. Yeah, exactly. and go, Look, you know, I'm not the only person who's telling you this stuff. It's, it's <laughs> we a, could give you a deal on twenty or thirty. <laughs> <laughs> Except I have, each kid a buck. I have like 75 students in my soils <laughs> class the coming up. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, and the book is available all over the place, I hear. The, yes, it is. It's uh, Amazon and, and Chapters Indigo, independent bookstores, uh, and, and, of course, Home Hardware carries it as well. <laughs> yeah, I'm glad of you course. slid that in there. Yeah, good for you. And you know <laughs> what else? Did you know that Toronto Botanical Gardens has a special deal? If you buy the book at the Toronto Botanical Garden. Toronto Botanical Gardens limited time offer. Purchase the latest book by Mark Cullen with Ben Cullen 
escape to reality and receive a $10 off any TBG membership. Hey, there that's you go. That's great. Yes. That's pretty nice. So that's a great gift. That's a really good deal. Gift for gardeners. Yep. So, and obviously being a member of the TBG is supporting a really important botanical garden right here in our own backyards, that's which true. is fundraising like crazy because of their expansion their opportunities. Expansion is going to yeah. be huge. Yeah. yeah. From a tiny garden to a big garden. So, yeah. Well, you know what? Uh, you could probably take your mouth, uh, hand away from uh, Neil's mouth now and let him talk or something because <laughs> he's been awfully quiet. <laughs> He left the room. Oh, did he? Oh, jeez. What uh, trouble has he got? I was going to say, do, do, do you need to go after him? <laughs> Two-year-olds are very unpredictable. Oh, yes. <laughs> so, what well, I- you know, speaking of sons, the, Ben's contribution to this book is really important, Charlie. Mm-hmm. You know, we've got, uh, I saw a great opportunity to hear the voice of a millennial who, they have their own opinions, as you've probably learned mm. since you're in college. Uh, and from my and children my as well. My recommendation to anybody that picks up the book mm. is to start with the last chapter. Read uh, that first. Good point. That's oh. the, the only chapter that Ben wrote exclusively without any edits from his dad. <laughs> and it, it kind of helps you understand where we want to go. Mm. So start with that and then go to the beginning of the book. Mm-hmm. And you'll understand why the subtitle of the book, Escape to Reality, How the World is Changing Gardening. The yeah. gardening is changing the world really came to be. Yeah, yeah. No, I hear you. It's a it's a big, big title. But, you know, I, I know, like, I have a 29-year-old daughter who lives in an apartment in downtown Toronto with quite a large balcony. And her balcony is wall-to-wall pots of Packed. vegetables and herbs every summer. Packed. And that's where we yeah. started with expanding the definition yeah. of gardening, yeah. right? Because yeah. not all gardeners have a suburban lot. Right. So we want to be inclusive of your and, daughter and yeah. people like me who yeah. also does not have a suburban lot. No, but you've got and your hibiscus that you're nurturing. I've got my baby hibiscus, yeah. yeah. So, you know. <laughs> and my allotment and so forth. But, That's right. Um, and it's a form of direct action uh, mm-hmm. because we live in this time of sort of precarious environmental mm-hmm. issues. And mm-hmm. it definitely weighs on the yeah. minds, especially of younger people, I yeah. think. Yeah. Yeah. And even, As it should. I, I agree. Oh, sorry. I was just going to say one other thing that um, my daughter has gotten into is gorilla gardening. It's that uh, there you go. always having a little pocket of seeds, uh, you know, a little, little package of seeds. Yeah, yeah. And it's you know that's the waste spaces where there's nothing growing, and and it's yeah. making little seed bombs. Even you yeah. know, yeah. tossing them yeah. as you walk. Seed grenades. Yeah. Seed grenades. Yeah. Yeah. That's exactly seed the type of direct action. You know. In the activism. urban, yeah. yeah. In the yeah. urban environment. That's, that's important. It really is. I, and it makes, I, I tell my students about that, and they're going, what a great idea. Because some <laughs> of them are, that's exactly what's driving them. It's, it's to beautify the world. How can we help? So yeah. simple, really. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. yeah, good point. Hey, Mark, what a delight to have welcomed you to the show to join your son, Ben, uh, and continued good luck with the book. You don't need my good yeah. wishes. It's going to be an automatic. <laughs> so we can use all one. we can get. <laughs> it's a great <laughs> gift. Uh, thank you very well, much. We really appreciate it. We appreciate the attention you're giving us this morning, and you always do, Charlie. You're so supportive. And uh, Ben and I uh, will see you at Bloom's. Um, perhaps. Yeah, <laughs> Not I hope sh- so. yeah, we'll see. Okay. Take it easy. Thank you, Mark. Thanks it's for joining us. All Look right, after that, Neil. Merry Christmas. As we wave bye bye there to uh, Mark, we're. Keeping the hold on, on uh, Ben, but we, <laughs> yeah. we do have to take a little bit of a break we here, do, right? Yeah, yeah, so, okay. Let me repeat the phone number, although I don't really need to. we got a jammed line, but 416-360-0740 in Toronto and anywhere in the province, toll-free, 1-866-740-4740. Back with our callers on The Garden Show here on Zoomer Radio. 
Fur and feathers and bugs of all size. There's more going on in the garden than you realize. Should small creatures become a big problem, then you've got the Garden Show with Charlie Dobbin. Exclusively on Zoomer Radio. Well, Ben Cullen, I'm so happy you're here to witness this wondrous event. We've got a first time caller on <laughs> oh, the line. Oh, wow. Yes, in- there we are. That's for Isabel in Midland. Hi, Ms. Oh, Isabel. Hi, that's me. That's, yes, that's you. you. Welcome well, to the show. Charlie and Frank. I must tell you, I enjoy your show, especially your really old music. Oh, really? Oh, like very the real good. real old music to the 40s. Yes. yes. On. Well, you like have, that? You'll have to listen to BBSN. It's Big Band Sunday Night. Tomorrow night I'll be here from, well, 7 in, in at night through to 11. Oh, on this on this station? That's yep. right, AM oh. 740, yeah. Well, I, I'm going to tune in then. Very good. Don't get very many channels that have music these days. That's right. right. Well, that's great. Well, welcome uh, to the show. What can we help you with? Thank you. Well, I, I actually, I just want to tell you something. Oh, and I, I can whine about part of it, but I don't shouldn't really. I have a Christmas cactus, one plant that's about 55 years old. And from that, I have a lot of other smaller plants, so I have quite a few of them. And normally, they bloom from October to June. Wow. Happy. About eight months. They used to go to about uh, May, and then last year, they went to June. This year, maybe they got overworked, but (laughs) they've only started blooming at the end of November to into December. Mm -hmm. Some of them are just starting now, but some of them are really... You know, they've got a lot of blooms on them. Mm-hmm. So I'm whining about why they didn't go eight months instead of <laughs> assuming they go till June. I don't know why they were a little bit late starting. But I think you hit the nail on the head there. You said maybe they overdid it last year. Uh-huh. Any blooming plant will rarely give you the same quantity of bloom every year. So you'll have big bloom years and low bloom years. Fruit trees are a perfect example of that. Uh-huh. One, one year it's a bumper crop, next year not so much. Just because of the energy required well, to really, produce you all that. Say that they weren't. It wasn't a bumper crop. They're they're full of. They're, they're covered in bloom. Yeah. It's just uh, they were a little late starting, and I wondered if maybe they. Do you think at some point I should be repotting them? Well, a fifty-five-year-old Christmas cactus must be very large. Well, it, it's big, but it's not humongous. Okay, because I've you know I've seen them. I've had people send me pictures. Yeah. You know, sort of four or five feet across, right? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Christmas cactus, that same thing. You know, <laughs> forty, fifty years old. How do we repot it? Well, it can be done. You just need like five friends to sort of hold up <laughs> yeah. the plant yeah. while somebody climbs underneath and takes away the old one. Because you can't flip these plants upside down when they get really big. They just you'll end up breaking it's the like an uh, elephant. Yeah. Huh? Yeah. So um, it is covered in bloom, so I guess yeah. I shouldn't be. Don't be doing any repotting no, no. now. If you wanted to do some repotting, think about the spring. Uh, and Christmas cactus, unlike so many of our other houseplants, because they bloom in the winter, this is the time when we do fertilize them. So we support that bloom mm-hmm. by providing a flowering plant fertilizer to them. Generally speaking, our houseplants are not actively growing and we do not fertilize in the winter. But in the case of, say, orchids, African violets that are blooming, Christmas cactus, yep. things, that, the poinsettia that someone's just brought home, you know, been given as a gift, yes, you can fertilize those plants at this time at the most once a month and uh, and support that bloom. Which is what I do. Okay. Uh, you I mentioned figured. an orchid cactus. Uh, does it only bloom once a year? Uh, I, was, I mentioned actually orchids and cactuses, but orchid mm. cactus, yes, I believe so. Uh, unless you can, it's all about optimal conditions. Yeah. Uh, I've, I've had as many as 100 blooms on my orchid cactus. Wow. wow. It only blooms once, 
But then uh, maybe a month later, it'll put maybe one or two blooms on it. Right <laughs> again. It. Mm, nice. Wow. Beautiful. So, but it's beautiful when it blooms. It's kind of an ugly-looking plant yes. when it isn't blooming. <laughs> but, and it is huge. Wow. Well, it sounds like you've got quite the, quite the plant uh, thing going on up there in Midland. Well, you know. <laughs> well, thanks for joining us, Isabel. Pleasure to, uh, pardon me, uh, make you part of the show here. Yeah. yeah. Well, thank you very much. Sure. I just wanted to brag about it and see sure. if you improve on it. That's, that's a big part of gardening. We, yes. <laughs> the, the bragging part. The bragging. Call and yeah. brag anytime. Yeah. The, and the competition. I love yes. the competition, right? Indeed. How many, how many red ribbons, blue ribbons, gold ribbons can you get? We're going to go from Midland to Burlington, and there's Joan waiting on the line. Good morning, Joan. Welcome to the show. Good morning and a Merry Christmas to everybody. Thank, thank you. You. Okay, Charlie, I had uh, an orchid given to me. I've had several, but this one, um, on Mother's Day, actually, mm-hmm. um, it bloomed and bloomed and bloomed for the longest time. Then all the flowers dropped off, and the flower stems actually went dry and, and shriveled up completely. Okay, that's so right. I cut them off. Good, yep. Is there any chance that this is going to come back? Oh, for sure. Tell me, so you've had it since Mother's Day. It's not been blooming for the last, whatever, month or two, because those blooms do last a long time. So how, what kind of window have you got it in? What kind of light? Well, it's my, it faces south-southwest. Okay. And you don't... Four feet from the window. Four feet, okay. I get lots and lots of sun. That's lots of sun. And it doesn't even need that much sun. You could put it in a uh, more of an east or northern window, if you wish. I don't have one. Okay. Um... Or you could put it a little further away from the window, if you wish. Okay. So tell me how you water. Um, as you suggested, I dunk the whole pot into water. Perfect. So completely. And then uh, for about 10, 15 minutes, then just let it drain out. Perfect. And I do that only when it's really dry. Excellent. And have you provided any orchid fertilizer to this plant? Uh, not since I lost the flowers. Okay. So what I would do is just carry on as you are. Yeah. Uh, by February, March, time to start fertilizing. And I think you'll be surprised. You may even see a flower stem emerge before that. Uh, but by spring, for sure, you will. Thank you so much. Okay. Bye. Yeah, they're great. They're okay, Joan, good plants. You. So you sound like you're doing just yeah. the right things. So other one's kind of boring without flowers, though. It's getting patient, waiting for it. I know, but that's what we learn as gardeners. Be patient. Be patient. Be patient. In just moments, Ben, Charlie, and Frankie are going to amble on to Elveston to say hi to Diane after these words. Daffodils and daisies, bluebells and begonias, forsythia and foxgloves, marigolds, magnolia, lavender and lupins, dahlias, delphiniums, stalks, phlox, hollyhocks, tulips and sweet williams. You've picked the right place for everything floral. This is The Garden Show with Charlie Dobbin, exclusively on Zoomer Radio. All righty, folks, let's head to uh, Elveston. There's Frankie. Diane. Yes. Oh, oh. Yeah, I just want to sh- I know yes. you can, you just, you're on a roll with getting to those callers. <laughs> but I just wanted to share one thing. I last night tweeted out <laughs> to both to the the world that I was pretty excited about all the garden expertise that was going to be on the show today and I said I included at Mark Cullen and his son at Ben Cullen thinking that I might be getting the right Ben Cullen because there's a bunch of Ben Cullens out there (laughs) so what happened was Mark responded and said we're looking forward to it Charlie and the Ben Cullen who I had included said looking forward to it dad (laughs) And then, what is even cuter is because it turns out this wasn't the real Ben Cullen. 
This morning, we have another tweet from Ben Cullen. It says, sorry at Charlie Dobbin, me and the old man are pulling out, hanging out our asses. We had a mad one last night. All the best for the show. <laughs> so I, I go, Ben, um, is this, like, did I get the wrong Ben Cullen? <laughs> sure that's, enough, I did. That's classic. But, but clearly that Ben Cullen has a great sense of humor. He so. does. The other Ben Cullen's got a great sense of humor. I wish I was that clever. Yeah, well, two Ben Cullens, obviously. Two funny though. Oh, man, <laughs> good good stuff. Oh, we all need to laugh. Okay, uh, Diane in Halveston, your turn next. Hi, good morning. Good morning, or good dull morning, I guess it is. Another yeah. one. Good morning. Yes, yes. My question is regarding bottom watering, that having a plant in a tray and letting it suck up the water anytime. Is that good for it or not? Oh, for sure, but not anytime. You only water from the bottom when the plant is very dry, like it's time to water. You don't okay. constantly keep water there. Okay. Right. So, um, and some plants really benefit and, and really um, will often die if they're not bottom watered. One would be cyclamen, which is a flowering plant seen at this time of year, given as a gift often. African violets, they much yes. prefer bottom watering. But yes. but you say to yourself, okay, this little African violet, I would normally give it about a quarter of a cup of water every 10 days, two weeks. So instead of pouring that in the top, we just pour that into the saucer below and leave it alone for 10 days, two weeks before you do it again. Okay, so not just keep water in there all the time. No, oh, that'll no. rot the roots. Rot the roots. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Unless it's a thank water you plant. So very much. <laughs> Thanks for <laughs> thank calling. Thank you, Diane. Yeah, all nothing, right, thank you. Thank you. Nothing worse than rotten roots, by golly. Oh, uh, Marianne in Toronto. Let's try and squeeze you in here. Good morning. Welcome to the show. Uh, good morning. Merry Christmas to all of you. Thank, thank you. You too. I, I have a question about an aloe. I have an aloe. It's not an aloe vera. Mm-hmm. It's more of a light green, uh, soft, succulent aloe, and uh, it grows like crazy. And when it gets really big, it hangs off the pot and trails. Uh, and now, how do I train it? You know what I think you've got? Uh, why do you think it's aloe? Uh, because it's a, a succulent. It's got little barbs on the side of the leaf, oh, but, okay. but they're not sharp barbs, hmm. like the aloe vera. So I think it's some sort of aloe. Hmm. So two things we could do. One is, uh, you could, can you take a picture and email that to me? Then uh, I can tell you for sure what it is. Um, but anyway, bottom line is, you were wondering about the trailing off the edge of the pot? Yes, it just keeps on going and going and going. <laughs> yes, they do. I mean, that's the thing. Uh, um, plants, when they're happy, will grow, right? Right. And, and we're not always happy with how they grow. Oh. So that's the challenge. Slow right down on your watering. You'll find you'll slow its growth down a lot, and you'll, that very sort of soft growth, will you'll have less of it mm-hmm. if you have much drier, more harsh, desert-like conditions for the plant. Right. Um, so, and of course, you've got it in lots of light, I would hope. Oh, yes. Yeah, so the brightest spot in your house? Well, yeah, on, in the east window. Okay. You don't have anything west or south? Um, yes, I have west. Because that, that is, you know, we can... The west light is a little more intense just because it's that late afternoon right. uh, sun versus the softer early morning sun. So western light is usually considered a brighter, you know, uh, more intense light, which obviously any of the desert plants would like. Also, no fertilizer whatsoever. Well, 
Okay. The reason <laughs> I think it's an aloe because um, a fellow who, um, an old fellow, gave it to me, mm-hmm. and uh, he said when you split the leaves, mm-hmm. you can take the gel out mm-hmm. and use it for sunburn or if you get um, a cat scratch when we used yeah. to have cats. Yeah, yeah. And um, it's a kind idea. of a healing thing. And, and aloe has a very ancient, ancient medicinal uses. So you're right. It certainly could be. I mean, we always sort of think of aloe vera as the one that we most commonly mm-hmm. see and grow and, you know, they're easy to grow, et cetera. But you're right. There are other aloes out there, a bunch of them now. I'm just wiki. On Wikipedia, it looks like there's about 50 or more common species of aloe besides the aloe vera. Oh, my goodness. Yeah. Is there any chance of you being able to take a picture and send it in via uh, e- email to Charlie? Um, I'll try, but I'm not very uh, computer That's okay. Somebody in your family or circle of friends will certainly know how to do that with all the iPhones out there. (laughs) Just take a picture, and then if you've got a piece of paper and pencil handy, uh, jot down the address where you can send that uh, photo, and it is c.dobbin, that's D-O-B-B-I-N, at mzmedia.com. And uh, Charlie will take a look at it and probably be able to tell you right away what it is. Okay? Thanks, Marianne. Thanks, Marianne. And do we have to... Oh, look oh, at that. Saving the day. Well, at least let's say good morning. The only guy who's called in been able to get through, and that's oh. Warner uh, in Tilsonburg, our, one of our favorite guys uh, on so the line a, right now. A calm, he's a, yeah. Good morning, Warner. Good morning, guys. Good morning. <laughs> so, Ben, does, I, we just I want just to... just called in tell you the tomatoes are all gone. I bet they are. It's and I like... wish you a Merry Christmas and a Happy New Year. Thank you, Warner. Thank you for calling, and you should have brought us some tomatoes. Yeah, and listen, if I miss you in the mattress, I see you in the spring. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, guys, have a good one. You 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 take care of Dussenberg for us there, pal. (laughs) Thanks, Warner. Merry Christmas. (laughs) Okay, so just to to let Ben in on what's going on here, Warner's got a really... Crazy little recipe for growing tomatoes, and it's it works he, like a charm. And we've had many callers want to know his recipe, so it became kind of a thing. Oh. Warner had to keep calling in for his recipe to explain it to people, <laughs> and then he had to give us updates. And he, what it is is upside down pop bottles with the bottom cut off at the base of each tomato. Oh, and into that goes skim milk powder because for the calcium, calcium. and okay. it just yeah. sort of goes on and on and on, and then water, and he grows amazing tomatoes. Wow. Isn't yeah. that something? Yeah, I, 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 I can flip back and give you the proper recipe. But Well, that's got to go online somewhere. Yeah, it, well, it should. I mean, yeah. really, now that you say that, I should be. Well, in your next book, you can include that. You know? <laughs> Maybe the next <laughs> one will be a how-to. <laughs> there you go. Yeah. There I could be doing a how-to, I'll tell you. <laughs> yeah. So, um, yeah, so he's very, he's, he's lovely, and we've had a lot of response to his recipe. <laughs> <laughs> it's nice to have regular callers. Yeah. It yeah. is. Yeah. And first-timers, too. And, and first-timers. very nice to have you in the studio. Well, yeah. thank you. It's fun. I love radio, and I love you guys. I listen to you in my car, so... Yeah, you listen to the podcast, don't you? I download it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I download it, and I listen to it on the go, so... Yeah, Excellent. Okay. Well, Escape to Reality. There. That's the book that uh, featured, uh, well, uh, this morning on the show, Mark Cullen with Ben Cullen. Thank Bye. you, both of you. Thank you, Franklin, and to Thank all you, the callers. Frank. Thank you, Charlie. See you next week. This has been an exclusive podcast of The Garden Show with Charlie Dobbin. Heard every Saturday morning at 9 on Zoomer Radio, the new AM740.